Why use a bunch of technologies that don't talk to each other when you could use just one? Realtors, meet the Sentry Key showing service. It's the easy way to be more productive and organized from wherever you need to be. Schedule and manage showings. Reschedule automatically with Sentry Key Virtual Assistant for mobile. Share listings and appointments with clients. Manage your client roster. Open lockboxes and so much more. Visit CenturyLock.com to get started. Hi, this is Brad Inman, and welcome back to another season of Inman Reconnect. In this series, we hear from the top leaders in real estate at Inman Connect Now as they discuss the solutions, the strategies, and the plans to help you navigate your business through this incredible year. Enjoy. Brian, hello. Long time to see. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I, I knew you were there. We were just looking for you. <laughs> uh, let's jump right into it. Um, let's talk about um, how are you staying connected to your clients in a time where we can't actually get in front of our clients in person? Oh, man. Well, uh, I do have to preface this conversation by saying that I don't know if you can hear this, but my office where I'm at right now, where I don't think I'm supposed to be, uh, is in Soho. Uh, on Broadway, and there's about uh, maybe 50 or 60,000 protesters marching up Broadway right now. Um, so if you hear sirens or anything or, or a lot of shouting, just know that that's what's going on. Uh, and I'm up here doing this. Um, but to talk about kind of general networking, you know, uh, my main form of networking has always been through the computer and through the phone. You know, my second touch for networking was then always in person. Um, but I, my business plan has always been kind of a rule of five, five, and five, which I've talked to a lot of my course members about uh, over the past three months since this whole thing started. Um, uh, but it's five texts, five emails, and five calls every day to people that you otherwise wouldn't have spoken to. Um, and it's a great way to drum up business that never would have happened. It's a great way to put yourself out there to somebody, an attorney, a banker, a general contractor, another real estate agent who you otherwise wouldn't have spoken to. And then they're going to think about you tomorrow or the next day or in that moment. And you never know. And it's a great way to make sure that you're actually paddling. You know, and the way I've, all, I've always thought about it, even pre-COVID, was, you know, every day my goal is to get into my canoe and to canoe down the river. But I could get into it without a paddle and just hope the river takes me where I want to go, or I could actually get a paddle and actually make sure that the canoe takes me to exactly where I want to go, and that's the 555 rule. On top of that, you know, something that we've been doing a lot of um, with our course members everywhere but New York City, a little bit New York City, but is becoming community leaders. Um, and you can do that over Facebook. Um, and create Facebook pages, Facebook membership groups for something that you really like, that you might have in common with other people that you've never really focused on, whether it's you love cats or dogs or you love working out or you love cars or you love Ozark or Tiger King or whatever it might be. Create a page for it. Email your entire network and say, hey, hope everyone's doing okay. hope you're all safe. I'm obsessed with crocheting. I don't know if you ever knew that. Um, I've made a Facebook crocheting group, 
and I want you to join it. Even if 10 people join it or two people, that's two or 10 people that you never had that connection to before, and they're going to tell their other friends, and then you can run ads against it, and then so on and so forth. Those are just two kind of examples of ways that we've continued networking during this whole thing. With your, your clients and just your audience than you did before? I feel like it's, we're just in a very, we're in a more authentic state than we typically are these days, I, I think. So I was wondering if you felt that way as well. Yeah, I mean, I mean, there's a massive protest going on by my window right now. I feel more connected just to my own mind, body, and soul, to my own team members, friends, family. You know, I'm talking to clients every day, not even about real estate anymore, just about, hey, you okay? Did you do okay last night? Like, you know, what are your thoughts? What are your feelings? Checking in, you know, and, and four days ago, we were still checking in with people um, based on their health, their family members, their grandparents, and now, you know, now things have changed a little bit. Um, but, you know, we are all connected as humans. We all have uh, our duty every day to be good humans and to fight back against humans that aren't good, you know, and that connects us kind of in a very, in a very nature versus nurture kind of way. That's why um, I think uh, you have a lot of fans, Ryan, because I, I didn't know how we would bring this up, but I, I knew where you were sitting today and I knew what's happening outside of your window. And it almost feels trivial to talk about social media during a time like this when that's right outside of your your window. So do you want to uh, share any of your thoughts or, or go more so into that? It's just a, God, sure. the, last, the last two months have been just, you know, incredibly yeah. frightening and, and just a whole new world. Yeah, I haven't posted anything yet because I've been um, really just listening, learning, walking the streets, talking to people, trying to trying to understand from a point of view that I will never understand, right? And I think that's um, you know for anyone who's not black, you know, you you will just you'll never understand. To a place where you're not afraid to go outside, you're not afraid if you see a police officer, you're not afraid of uh, you know of anybody. Um, and I think black lives do matter. And I think we need to stand with the black community. Uh, and we should have been doing this and we should have been having these protests like years ago and kind of in the words of, of Will Smith, right? Like racism isn't new. Um, it's just being filmed. And so the one thing that I kind of don't agree with, and I'll probably get some flack for this, but I'm going to post about it later is like, you know, the music industry put out these black tiles on Instagram as a way to give their employees a day off and to show solidarity with the black community. And then it spread like wildfire, not because everybody is using black tools and, and the black tiles and the blackout Tuesdays as a way to like actually do something, but it's all of a sudden it's a way for everyone to say, Oh, oh I'm doing something. Here's a, here's a black tile hashtag. I just did something. I just made change. I just did something. And that like, that pisses me off. Um, uh, and I think if you're actually going to stand for something and actually try to affect change, you should actually do it. And I don't think we should be silencing social media, which is the whole reason we know about these atrocities in the first place, because they're actually being filmed. And the power of Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and Facebook and Snapchat is that we are all presenting the news live every day. I just posted a video on my stories of this, of the protests happening up Broadway right now that 
I don't, I don't think it's on the news just yet because it just started happening. But in a millisecond, I can put it out there and people should see it. I don't want people to say, oh, well, but it's Blackout Tuesday. I shouldn't be I shouldn't be posting right now because I'm, I'm afraid to do that. And what if someone says something? No, like we should all be sp speaking out loud and and helping each other and protecting each other um, and moving us forward in a positive direction uh, and using social to do that. Ryan, um, because your audience is so large, do you have any um, advice for, for those that are watching that are, I don't know, it just, it, it's very disheartening when you know that some people have, um, you know, not audiences maybe as large as yours, but I feel like if we really come together, and I know we're, we're veering off subject, but, you know, something can be done, and I think we just need to stop being worried about what everybody thinks that comes out of our mouths as white people and just stand up for what we know is right, which I, I can tell is what you're doing. So. I feel like the audience will continue to watch you over the next couple of days and, and take a lead from you. And I just appreciate you being so open about it. Yeah, of course. You to stand up, so thank you. Um, for our audience who, who's sitting here and, and just trying to kind of grasp what is happening in the world. Um, I feel um, that a, a lot of people are, are worried over the last 60 days, and you've always done such a great job of being so incredibly professional and um, just portraying yourself in this amazing light after you know reading your book and knowing where you came from and you created the life that you wanted to create. But so many people are afraid of getting out there on social media. They think it's maybe not as professional or it's not luxury. Um, what, is your, what is your thought on that? What's the advice for, for all of our luxury agents who have never once been on a video? Social media is the newspaper of 100 years ago, right? Like, it's the news. It is, um, it's the way you get information out there. It's the way you promote yourself. It's the way you tell people what's going on. It's the way you connect with people. So newspapers did not go out of style until now, until social media came around and the iPhone and the Android. Um, so if you are not promoting yourself or promoting your properties over social, you're the person who in 1994 didn't think that AOL was ever gonna turn into anything. Right? You were the person who was doing dial-up internet and saying, ah, this is going to be stupid. This is just for kids. The internet worked. <laughs> so um, uh, these things are, are, are not just fads. They're a given. We sell more property now on my team through Instagram and YouTube than I do through the New York Times, through Google, through any other advertising source in any way, shape, or form. Right? We generate leads for buyers through video now. Um, and through our ability to promote ourselves as branded agents, because that's really what's important. You know, as salespeople, we are lead generators. That's it. Like that, at the end of the day, you're waking up every day and you're going to generate leads. That is it. That is the job. And if you're not generating leads on the number one lead generating platform there is, which is Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, like what, then what are you doing? Like, what do you, then you're stuck. You're stuck in the past. And people who are stuck in the past end up staying there. Why use a bunch of technologies that don't talk to each other when you could use just one? Realtors, meet the Sentry Key showing service. It's the easy way to be more productive and organized from wherever you need to be. Schedule and manage showings. Reschedule automatically with Sentry Key Virtual Assistant for mobile. Share listings and appointments with clients. Manage your client roster. Open lockboxes and so much more. Visit CenturyLock.com to get started. Um, 
we have some amazing agents who are finally taking advantage and ones that are just now kind of stepping out there. But it's so cool to be able to kind of follow you as a guide, a guide for that. Um, we have a question from the audience from Angela Correa. She asks, Ryan, what are your plans to get back to business after everything has uh, calmed down in the city? Um, I, I don't know. I think, uh, you know, New York is still very much on, uh, not even in phase one yet. If you're aware of the East coast phases and governor Cuomo's phases, once we had phase one, then we can start getting back to construction. Uh, hopefully that is this coming Monday, two weeks after that, we can hit phase two. So then June 20, what is that? 22nd. That then means, uh, that real estate, financial services, curbside retail, things like that can go back. Um, I think we'll begin showing homes again, albeit slowly, right? It's not going to be a light switch. It's going to be a dimmer and a really slow one. Uh, and we'll wear masks and protective gear and we will socially distance. We won't do open houses. We won't do big events and we'll wait, we'll wait it out. You know, we're not, there's no normal anymore. Like normal's over, you no. know, normal's over. Like no. this is, uh, you know, this is, uh, this is our world war. Right. Um, and we have to, uh, we have to ride it out and we have to see what happens. We have to do our best. We have to stay healthy. We have to stay smart. And as we come out of this, we have to understand that we're going to be selling in a totally, totally, totally new normal. And maybe that's good for air, your area where you are. I know we have a lot of course members who are in neighborhoods where they have never had bigger months than what they're having right now. Um, or maybe it's bad for your area, right? Maybe you're in an urban area like I am where it's tricky, right? It's tricky. You know, one, at first it was Corona, now it's looters, and then it's, you know, who knows? Murder hornets, like, it's a different world now. What is, what's business look like, you know, for you right now? Um, how are you, how are you even, you know, functioning on a day-to-day -day basis when it's time to uh, show a property or someone wants to see? Are we virtual showings? Is it, is it prohibited altogether? What's it look like for you? So we're not allowed to go to buildings and show at all. I can't show up. I can't do a FaceTime showing. I can't do anything. Um, so everything we do is virtual with video footage that we already have. Um, I have a media company as part of my team that I built two and a half years ago. And so thankfully, two and a half years ago, I realized that we're going to be selling through video a lot more than, than ever. And so we started kind of cataloging video of all of our properties, no matter what, just as part of our, our listing process. And so we have videos of everything. And so we've been able to forward that on to every buyer and broker that's asked for it. And we've, able, we've been able to promote things. You know, we've launched new listings with Instagram Lives um, with our clients because we're not allowed to go to homes. We're, we're not allowed to leave our, our apartments, right, um, for work especially. So, um, you know, we launched a building in Brooklyn, uh, a condo project called the Golden Gate Condos last week. And because I wasn't allowed to go there, the developer is allowed, right? So he went. And he got on his phone and we Instagram live the launch. We promoted it via e-blast. We pushed it as hard as we can. Um, and you know, the, the rest of my business, my staff is great. As you see in the background, even though I told him not to go behind my, my head over multiple times, Jordan's moving back and forth because um, he's got stuff to do. Um, you know, the team is great. The staff is great. And we've got a lot of work. Like we've, I can't go into details, but 2020 is going to be a, uh, a big year for us. And we've got a lot going on and a lot of changes um, that I think will be beneficial to the brokerage community as a whole um, that we'll start rolling out this summer. So we've been really, really busy. Yeah, we've been talking about the future for a long time and how things need to change. And um, this really pushed us <laughs> a lot faster than I think any of us expected. Um, yeah. uh, on a lighter note, uh, one of our audience members um, 
Del Sheffer wants to know, how has being a dad affected your life as an agent? Oh, man. I mean, I had, now I have sympathy when people show up with kids because now I totally get it to showings and open houses and things. I now have total sympathy for any sellers that I have who have kids. When as before, I'd be like, Can just keep, clean up the toys. What's the problem? Just clean, clean up. Like, don't you want me to sell it? Now I'm like, if I told my wife, can, can't you just clean it up so that we can show the apartment later? I would be, I, I mean, she would hurt me physically. Um, uh, having children is exhausting. Um, the baby is 24 seven. She's an energizer bunny. She doesn't know how to sit. She can't physically, she won't sit. She doesn't sit. She runs everywhere up and down. She crawls over everything. And I see other babies and they're much calmer. Um, and so, you know, Zena is, uh, taking all the energy that I have and like amped it up a lot. Um, but you know, uh, but she's awesome. She's great. And she gives me something new to work for. You know, I spent the last 12 years of my career, building a career for myself, you know, working for myself, building for myself. And then for me and Amelia and, you know, our marriage. And now it's really like everything I do, I think like, would Zena be proud of this? Would Zena, is this going to make Zena happy? Is this going to be good for Zena? And then for the future kids and everything, like it gives you a whole new reason to live. And I'm not saying anything new. Every parent says the same thing, but it's, it's different once you, once you feel it, right. Once you realize it. It's always special when it's when it's yours. I have a 13-year-old daughter, and she is a, the greatest thing in my life. And I was thinking over the last, you know, 72 You're so young. hours. You're so young. Give it. Would you give birth when you I'm were like 12? I'm 58. I'm just kidding. <laughs> 27. 27. Can do the math. Um, I uh, I was thinking last night. The one most important thing, this is totally non-real estate related, but I can tell uh, you'll be open to diving into this with me. My most important job right now as a, as a human being is to raise my daughter right to love all people, of uh, all walks yeah. and all colors. Um, uh, do you have any insight on that and how you're, you're raising your daughter um, and how we can change things for the next generation so this stops happening? Listen, it's, um, everything starts with parents and everything starts with the leaders. Right? I think that's a lot of the frustration yeah. that everybody has right now. Like, I'm pretty sure bad kids aren't born. I think bad kids are raised, uh, whether it's through lack of love or poor parenting. Um, uh, you know, I, I think that there can be some bad apples. There's bad apples in every group, but you have to be a good parent. You have to be a disciplined parent. And you have to know that um, you have to understand the power of no, right? The easiest thing you can do as a parent and as an agent, right? the easiest thing you can do is say yes. It's the easiest thing to, yeah, 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 just do it. Yeah, 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 go for it. Yeah, yeah, we'll price it there. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the easiest thing you can do. And because it's easy, everyone does it. And you see repercussions, right? You then have bad kids who grow up to be bad adults who become bad actors. Um, and we have bad clients, right? Bad clients. And then we get fired. So, um, you know, my wife was like, before we had the baby, she's like, how, how are you going to deal with a crying baby every day and your job is so stressful and this, that, the other? I'm like, ho, 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 ho. I'm going to have a crying infant. That'll be new. I deal with crying babies all day long. It's my job. Like, they're just they're just dressed up and disguised as 42-year-old men, right? Um, and they call me, they cry, and I got to let them cry it out. We talk, and then I give them a biscuit, and they're all okay. Um, but, uh, but yeah, you know, and then, and it's leadership, right? Like I, 
I really, 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 really take leadership seriously. And if you're a leader in your community or you're a leader in your team or you're a leader in your office or you're just a leader at home, like you've got to lead by example. You know, you lead by example. Um, it's part of the reason I'm in the office now. I don't want any of my team members coming here, but I need them to know that I'm here for them. Right? We've got business. I'm going to make it happen. Let's go. I'm the leader. I will make sure it happens. I'm not home watching Netflix or chilling or complaining or you know moaning and groaning about life. Things are tough for everybody. No one's special. So you know I am leading by example as best I can, and I I want to I want that to be passed on uh, to Zena and to any future kids that I have. You know when they grow up, I want them to remember that I was up before everybody else and I went down after everybody else and I worked the hardest because that's the one thing you can actually control. Everything else, as we've seen in the last 90 days, is completely out of our hands. Yeah, it is. And uh, we just want to thank you, the audience and myself, for being just an amazing example of what we all um, uh, want to be. Um, hold it down in New York. We wish you much luck. Um, say hello to your wife and your daughter. And thank you, Thanks. Ryan, for being here. We sincerely appreciate it.